Welcome to the Fabulous Five Podcast. The Fabulous Five Podcast is an inspirational show sponsored by New Covenant Believers dealing with five topics from week to week for 30 minutes. The five topics all begin with the letter F from where we get the title Fabulous Five. The five topics are as follows. Faith in Jesus Christ, family dealing with love, marriage, and relationships, finances consist of personal financial planning and business, Fellowship involving relationship with others in the body of Christ. Fatherhood dealing with parenting, mentoring, and leadership to our youth. The show will consist of teaching, inspirational speaking, or guest speakers from week to week. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Please join your host Frank Reed for this week's episode. Once again, welcome to the Fabulous Five, also known as the Fab Five, dealing with faith, family, finance, fellowship, and fatherhood. This week we're going to talk about finances. Topic of the show is debt elimination. Can you remember the first time you received your first credit card in the mail? It may have gave you a a sense of freedom, a financial purchase, to purchase anything you want, or stay in your income, or you, you felt like you had a lot of money. But in reality, what you what we were doing when we made those purchases were buying or spending our future earnings on today's purchases. Now, if the, if you do that and it's out of control and you really don't um, live within your means, you could get yourself in trouble. Years of purchasing or bad habits don't you can't get out of it overnight. So we're going to talk about debt elimination. It's just like dieting to lose weight in three weeks that took you 30 years to gain. It's going to be pretty much impossible. It's going to have to be a change in lifestyle, a change in where you do things, a change in your mindset in order to um, accomplish your goal. The same way it is with, with when it comes to debt, the scripture says, The rich ruleth over the poor, and the borrower is the servant to the lender. Proverbs 22, 7, King James Version, says the rich ruleth over the poor, the borrower is servant to the lender. And when you realize it, when you really realize it, that uh, when you do future, when you purchase something, and your future earnings is tied up, to make payments on a debt that you owe, you really are working for somebody else rather than working for yourself. We're going to go over debt management, uh, good some what what is good debt, bad debt, how to manage your debt, how to eliminate your debt, exercising your faith during the process, and we're going to talk about a story in the Word of God where it talks about money miracles and offer a prayer of debt cancellation for those that are in debt, that need the faith and need hope that they could come out. We really, When you really look at it, debt, excessive debt is not your friend. You lose your freedom of your what you can purchase, of how you can live, because you're under a so much amount of, of a significant amount of debt. Um, we want to avoid all those situations if we can, but we know that there's some debt that um, most of us go into, such as a mortgage to purchase a house. 
We don't have someone that could, most of us don't have someone that could give us $250,000 to buy a house or $150,000 to buy a house or have it saved up where, where we had that money going in. A lot of us, the working public, have to take out a mortgage. When you take it on debt, you got to realize what benefit are you going to get out of the debt, going in debt, to um, benefit you in the long run. So mortgages is kind of hard to avoid in our day, in our time, but you got to realize that while you paying the debt of your house, you have, have the privilege of living in it for 30 or 15 years of how much the mortgage is, mortgage terms are, privilege of living in it while you're paying off the debt. So in that particular um, particular case, debt becomes something to help you enjoy your life in which it'll work for you. Another thing we, we large item we, um, going debt for is cars. Not too many people could purchase a car cash. We would love to be in a position where we could purchase everything cash. That's the idea. But a lot of people can't purchase a car cash and realize that even if you, um, while you have the terms of paying off the car, you get to drive it. You get to go to places. You get to have the freedom of, uh, uh, of being, um, able to be independent to go where you want to go take you where you have to go rather than have to use public transportation where you're more where you're more limited when you have your own car so you got to look at what benefit are you getting and what future um future benefits are you going to get from taking out the debt another debt that most people come into is student loans or putting their kids to college you got to realize that when your child go to college, you got to look at the maturity. Are they mature enough to handle college? Are they college ready? Everybody is not uh, have the mindset to go to college. So, you know, putting your child in college and they're not ready, you could set yourself up to, for him to go in debt and you to go in debt and not really be able to finish. There are other alternatives if your child is not ready for college that they could go into, careers that they could go into, such as skilled trades or trade schools or um, real estate or things that, that uh, you could get a license for that you can make a living off of if they're good at it, if they have the personality for it, uh, things that they enjoy doing. You'll be better off letting them... Um, do what they enjoy doing and make money rather than sending them to college and they hate it. But if your child is, is ready for college and know that um, they want to be something and they can handle college, amen, you, 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 it's a good investment for you to get them through school. I have two sons that have, been, have graduated from college and they're off on their own now. We had to make, me and my wife had to make an investment into their future um, with loans or, or of that nature to get them off where they're earning, they're earning more than what me and my wife is right now. Now, if we didn't make the investment in them, 
they will not be in the position that they're in today in their lifestyle. Now, they're a lot further than me and my wife were when we were going through school or make first starting out, in which, you know, that's what the idea is to have your children start out better than you have to try to obtain some type of family wealth. And, and wealth does not come overnight either. So we find that college tuition, college debt, is, is a good thing if your child is ready for college, you're investing in their future. Now, the bad debt is, 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 is uh, taking out loans that really um, not going to benefit you of depreciating assets or, or for perishable goods or things that are not going to hold any value. We have to use some caution when we're taking out loans or, or making credit card purchases on, on things that are going to be used up, they're perishable, or they're not going to hold their value, um, or they're going to, or, or such as clothes, clothes, clothes and trends, changes where um, you may buy clothes today and a year later, the trend change and they're out of style. So you got to watch those type of purchases. But we'll find that a lot of our spending habits really have to do with um, behavior. And our behavior is is um, can be driven if it's driven externally by advertisement or by uh, making yourself feel good to keep up with other people that have good things. Um, you're setting yourself up to be in debt forever. What we've had to find is some type of contentment. What contentment is is being happy or not being happy being thankful for what you have and and thanking god for what you have and being content mean also being at peace with what you have and not have to go be extravagant even in order to live credit card debt or revolving credit usually have a higher interest rate than your long-term purchases of a car and, and, and a house and things of that nature. And the revolving um, payment or, on it as you purchase and you make the payment, and if you make just monthly payments on it, you're paying a lot of interest. And over your lifetime, you'll find that um, most of your, your, what you've been paying was interest and the, the thing that you bought was not of value um, compared to the interest you had to pay for it. The total expenditure of it over a lifetime is very high. Um, credit card debt is really what's gripping America today simply because we want it and we want it now. And, um, and we are told that we can have it through Madison Avenue, through New York, uh, the marketers, that you can have it now. And most of us want it now because of selfishness we can't have experience or don't want to experience delayed gratification um the older people growing up when i was growing up they didn't have access to credit like we do today or credit cards like we do today they had to wait until they could afford it or go without and i'll just say some in order to really get down into when we get into the debt management uh elimination process 
you're going to have to have discipline. Discipline to want to live, have to live without. If you can't afford it, don't buy it. Or um, if you in a in a store and it seems like you grip to buy something, be be aware of that temptation and do just leave the store until that impulsive buying behavior or emotion leave you, and you'll find that um, sometimes a week later or a month later, you really didn't need that thing that you was going to purchase. So we got to get control of our behavior of not buying things we don't need. And um, if you look at most homes, you find in our, in our storage area, our storage areas have really picked up in which storage business is big business today because we have a lot of stuff that we bought that became obsolete or we bought it and, and, and don't need it or don't want to use it now, of things that we accumulated over the years, we have a lot of junk. And it, this generation have, have experienced that where you see um, in, in, in many areas, in many cities, storage areas. Storage areas full of stuff. Your storage area in your house is full of stuff. And know what? The bad thing about sometimes is we're still paying for that stuff. And before we know it, our future earnings is tied up for years, paying for things we can't even use. And, and what that is called, that is called bondage. We no longer have the freedom that we thought we had because you are in debt to pay the, the, the lender. And the scripture is true. The rich ruled over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender. All our wages tied up for years, living from paycheck to paycheck, is tied up for years, paying off things we can't even use. That's bondage. And we have to get out of that mindset and start today, start today saying, I'm going to change. And it's not impossible, but it's going to take some faith and it's also going to take some determination and discipline to stick to a financial plan to come out of debt. First, it start with the mindset, I have to change. If you don't realize you you not don't have to change, you're gonna that's gonna be your lifestyle. And if you're comfortable with that lifestyle, then amen. Some people are comfortable with that type of lifestyle, and it don't worry them uh, of 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 being in debt. It, it don't worry them. It don't worry them. They live happily and carefree. Uh, but one of the things they don't realize is you're not leaving nothing for your children's children. And you're setting your next generation up for poverty. And that's what we want to avoid. We want to try to turn the tide on some of our, where we are as far as wealth-wise, turn the tide to have something to leave for the next generation. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back in one moment. If you'd like to contact us at the Fabulous Five Podcast to leave your prayer requests, concerns, or comments, you can do so at the following. Email frankreed at fabs5.org. That's Frank, R-E-E-D, at F-A-B, the number five, the letter S, dot org. A phone number, 248-905-1569. That's 248-905-1569. 
and at our website, fast5 forward slash contact, please fill out the contact form and submit. We also can be reached on social media at Fast Fives Podcast. That's F-A-B, the number five, the letter S, podcast, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The Fabulous Five Podcast is a ministry of New Covenant Believers. All funds will go to New Covenant Believers for sponsoring of this Fabulous Five Podcast. If you'd like to donate to our ministry, you can do so at paypal.me forward slash F-A-B, the number five, the letter S, or cash app, dollar sign, F-A-B, the number five, the letter S, or our website, fast5.org, and click on the donate button. Thank you for your financial support and your prayer. How do you manage your debt? The first thing you have to do is find out where you're at. And one of the things is... uh, Developing a budget, a budget of what your uh, what your income is and what your outflows, your expenditures are for each month, and find out how much money you have left uh, after the at the end of the month or don't have at the end of the month, and find out ways that you could cut expenditures or increase your income so that you can. Um, make extra payments on your debt or meet your obligations. Um, when you do a budget, you'll find out what where your money is going, what you have spent it on, and you can control your spending. It helps you also, it's a tool, budgeting is a tool if you have, if it helps you control your spending. But a budget will not do you any good if you develop the budget and you don't want to keep it or change your behavior, you, you know where you are, but you still don't want to change your behavior. But it's an indication to tell you or show you where you are with a budget. The next thing to do is tally up or make a schedule with all your credit card debt, um, the minimum payments and the outstanding debt you have for credit cards and and uh, personal loans and after you made out how much you owe then you know how much you have to work with it's just like um getting if you never do get on the scale you never know how much weight you want to lose because you and you can't be afraid to look at how much debt you have because if you're afraid of it it's just not going to go away without working at it you got to develop a plan, you got to work your plan. Some of the plan may involve with, if you got good credit, uh, try consolidating those credit cards with a personal loan at a lower interest rate. The only thing with this, if you do that, you got to stop making purchases on the credit cards. Or you find yourself in more debt than what you originally had um just before consolidation so what the consolidation does it lowers your interest rate and consolidate your payments where your payments may be a little less than all the credit cards paid together in which it'll, it'll over time you'll it'll reduce the time that you have to pay off your debt because the interest rate is lower because um that's if you have good credit you can do that but caution, you got to stop the credit card purchases and, and, and before you take on another loan to pay those off 
Because if you don't, you're just going to be reoccurring, revolving more debt, and that's a bad thing to do. The next thing to do is called the snowball method of paying off your debt. And what you would do with this, you would tally up, tally up your credit card balances and the one credit card with the lowest balance, you would pay that lowest balance and the highest interest rate. You try to pay that one off monthly first. Put more money on that one first. And after you pay that one off, you take the money that you used to pay for that particular debt and you'll pay off the next debt with the lowest payment and the highest interest rate. And the snowballing effect, it, it helps you celebrate um, during, the, during the process, your progress. As you pay one credit card off, one debt off, you can celebrate. You're on your way to paying it off, little by little. And I'll just tell you, it takes time and discipline to come out of debt. Now let the Lord give you a financial miracle in which miracles do happen. But the normal process is discipline, faithfulness, stewardship, and uh, little by little you will come out. It, it, you know, it, it takes you, you could go into debt overnight, but it takes you a process of time to come out. We're going to take a look at a story in the Word of God coming from 2 Kings chapter 4 verses 1 through 7 in this particular scriptures portion of scripture uh, a widow of a prophet went to the prophet Elisha because when her when her uh, husband died he was indebted to some debtors and then at that particular time you, the indebtors can cause your sons or even you to become slaves to them, depending on how much debt you owe until the debt is paid. Uh, so the widow woman came to Elisha, asking him, uh, explaining her situation, and what he asked her is, use what was in your house. So I'm going to read the passage of scripture, then I'll explain and expound on it. It says, now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy husband, thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that my that thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditors is come to take upon unto him my two sons to be bondsmen. And Elijah said unto her, What do I what should I do for thee? Tell me what hast thou in thy house? And she said, Thy handmaids have not anything in, in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go borrow these vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shall pour out into all those vessels. And thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her sons, bring me yet a vessel. And he, and he said unto her, there is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. 
Then the then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil, pay thy debt, and live thou and thy sons off the rest. So she did as Elijah said. But first thing she had to do is use what's in her house. She had to give her oil that she had in order to sacrifice it in order to produce a miracle. And she had to step out on faith to be obedient to the man of God to go borrow some vessels from her neighbors, not knowing what's going to happen. But as she borrowed the vessels, a miracle happened as she poured the oil. It was only a pot of oil, a pot of oil but as she poured it, it kept multiplying. And it multiplied to there was not a few vessels, there was a lot of vessels. And uh, Elijah told her, go sell the oil, pay your debt, and live off the rest. And that's what she did. So it was a multiplication of resources that the Lord blessed this, this lady with as she was obedient to the word. Well, how did that deal with, how do that apply to us? Sometimes we have to give unto God that which we have. And believe that he's going to intervene with miracles to multiply what we have or reduce our expenses so that we can meet our obligations. I'm just saying this. It happened once and God is the same. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. It happened to the widow woman. It can happen to you. There is still is still chance for you to come out of debt. By believing God, you have to exercise your faith. It took faith for her to be Elijah. She could have argued with him. It didn't make sense, but she was obedient. Faith and obedience to the word of God, hallelujah, can bring you out. God is on our side. And some of us really, when, you, when we tally up our debt, don't be surprised if you have to look up to God and say, Lord, we need a miracle. For this lady needed a She needed a miracle and her back was up against the wall and she had no other recourse or no other uh, resource but God. And some of us, you listening to my, my voice, you have to depend on God. And when God come through, you have to use discipline. You still got to change your ways. But God can bring you out but when you come out, you want to stay out for good. And ideally, what we want to do is we all want to live by cash. Because when you live off the cash system, you're not obligated to pay anyone anything else. Your cash belongs to you, not to the lender. That's ideally our ideal position. position. But I know for most of us out there, it's not so. So I'm going to pray this prayer of debt cancellation over the audience. Hallelujah. And you grab it by faith. And you could go back and look at 2 Kings chapter 4, 1 through 7, and apply that to your faith. Heavenly Father, we come to you. You're the owner of everything. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. There's nothing on this earth that you don't own. You are sovereign, Lord. You are mighty, Lord. And everything that's in, in this earth belong to you. You are very wealthy and rich God. There's nobody else wealthier and richer than you. And you are majesty, our heavenly father, and to thine be the glory. 
Heavenly Father, we come to you, dear God, realizing and repenting of the mistakes we have made over our, our purchases and how we use credit, dear God, and we have gotten ourselves into a bondage. But Lord Jesus, we ask you to help us in our discipline, even to come out, give us wisdom, understanding, knowledge, and the willpower to come out of debt. But Lord, we also ask you for your intervention, your divine intervention. We realize that some of the, the predicament we're in, that we're not going to come out by ourselves. So Lord, bless us even in our giving, that as we give unto thee, that you were multiplied, dear God. For the word of God said, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure pressed down, shaken together, shall men give into your bosom. With what measures you measure out or met, it shall be measured back unto you. So as we give, dear God, bless us also to receive the reciprocal, dear God. But Lord, I should bless us even right now as resources come into our hand, that we would, we would take the wisdom and to have the discipline to pay off our debt. As the widow woman, dear God, you multiplied her resources. Lord, we ask you to multiply our resources. You did it for her. You did it for when you fed 5,000 with a few loaves of bread and two fish, dear God. Lord, you did it then on two occasions. You said fed 5,000. On another occasion, you fed 4,000. Money miracles. Resources extended. We, pro we, we proclaim that over the audience today, that resources will come their way, that money miracles will happen, and when they happen, they will glorify God and pay off the debt, and if, hopefully, if they pay off the debt, they can live off the rest. They can have freedom to live off the rest. But Lord, we liberate your people for financial freedom. Lord, bless them to even today, dear God, to get counseling if they need counseling, dear God. Show them the right person to go to for personal financial counseling, dear God. Show them, dear God, those that, that can impart into their life wisdom and insight, dear God, on how to handle their finances, dear God. But the main thing, let us change, dear God. Change for the better, dear God. Lord, I thank you even right now, dear God. Give us, give us, um, we thank you for your grace and your favor that's upon our life. We bless those that's listening with favor, with honor. Hallelujah, that you will honor them and favor them with your grace, dear God. And when it comes, dear God, they will bless your name and they will pay off the debt and be able to live off the rest. It's coming. Hallelujah, debt cancellation is coming. And when it comes, rejoice and tell your testimony because as you tell your testimonies others will get faith hallelujah it's by faith we live the just shall live by their faith and lord we thank you right now for our faith produces resources in jesus name amen thank you for listening to the fabulous five podcast also known as the fab five we can be reached at our website fabs5.org that's the letter F-A-B, the number 5, the letter S, dot org. Also, you can see our other social media links there. You can listen to our other episodes once again at our website, fabs5.org. That's the letter F-A-B, the number 5, the letter S, dot org. Please join us next week for our next episode. May God bless you and heaven smile upon you.